Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. It's time for Bart Reed, Drive Time Sports Insider for everything basketball in Arkansas. Bart is a former college player here in Arkansas and has worked alongside many of the top college prospects in Arkansas with his pure sweat skills and drill program. Bart Reed is brought to you by Arch Street Wheel and Tire. Tell them you heard this ad on the buzz and you'll get $100 off instantly with the purchase of four Toyo or Nitto tires. Only at Arch Street Wheel and Tire. Boom! Gentlemen. There you go. All right, Bart. How goes it? Hey, before you ask Bart a question, can I share something pretty quick? This, sure. Okay, so I'm flipping around all these games. This is the last game. Obviously, there are a lot of subs playing and all that. The Houston Astros have a, a relief pitcher named Phil Maton, and, and he's a good pitcher. He pitches a lot for them. The Philadelphia Phillies have a player named Nick Maton. They're brothers. Phil's the older brother. They have never played on the same team, and they have never played in a game against each other until today. Yeah, and cool. so they were going at each other. It looked like Phil had the advantage. Nick barely fouled one off, and then Nick got a base hit. It, it was just really – there's brother against brother. Even the pitcher smiled a little bit. The Phillies are begging for them to throw the ball back in so Nick can keep it. But isn't that something? Two brothers, they have never played on the same team and never played against each other until the last day of this major league season. Isn't that something? Wow. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's a cool story. Cool. So I, I had to throw that in there. That's just because most of our listeners will never know that happened. I'm flipping between the Astros and the Phillies, the Cardinals and the Pirates, the Royals and the Indians, and the Rangers and the Yankees. I, in in about 15 minutes, they're all going to be over. <laughs> I I am look. Chris Babb sent this to me. I know we're we're taking up Bart's time, but. Bear with us, Bart. We we do. No, take your time. No, no. We sometimes get a little bit into left field, but Chris Babb sent me this video. I saw this uh, the other day. Uh, Alyssa Lang with the SEC Network. Uh, she said, "No football coach has stronger opinions on weddings than Mike Leach." <laughs> After we talked about the win, I got some advice straight from the source. Uh, this was on the, um, what do they call it, the SEC Insider or whatever, whatever whatever it is they have on Saturday night. I was watching this. Uh, Coach Leach is the big elopement guy. Oh, man. And uh, anyway, <laughs> it was funny, uh, that particular interview with uh, Is, is Mike Leach married? Is he married? I guess he is. Huh? I think he I is, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. I think he is. I'm not going to swear to him, but I think he is. Okay. All right, Bart, you had the distinct pleasure, the honor. Uh, you were at the Wooten Camp as one of the instructors and yeah. HCs. First, we want to know how you did as the head coach. How'd your teams do? Well, so it's, so real quick, I have a story of my own. So I've been in recovery mode because essentially I we get there and the teams are very split up, you know, seven or eight. For some reason, I was one of the few teams that had – we had three players that could not make the trip or delayed coming in. <laughs> so the first the first day as they transition all this stuff to competition, and I'm watching them do shooting drills, and we had five players. 
and my heart just immediately started going out to the guys. I thought, they're not going to make it. So I jump in and do the shooting drills. About three hours later, I look up and I take a step and I kind of feel my hamstring get a little tight. So I actually did all the drills with my group of kids to try to help them out. And I'm talking, I even surprised myself. These were intense drills, but I had a great group of kids. I'll tell you how great the competition was. So I had Stephen Castle, who is a UConn commit. I think I had the best all-around offensive player there, which was Sam Walters, which is going to Alabama. When I say best all-around player, because he's 6'8", I think Honor Botang was actually probably the most complete offensive player there and really showed his stuff all weekend. But so Sam's going to Alabama, and then I had one going to Butler, and we finished two and five. Now, listen, I was proud of them because we played three of those games with five players. And at the end, we were so tired and so gassed. I, I, I really felt for the guys, but they played extremely well. I think we have two potential guys on the team that really raised their stock to another level. I think Sam did. I think Steven did. And I had a chance to watch Layden Blocker hands-on, had a chance to watch Honor. And I think all the kids from Arkansas with Arkansas Roots really represented themselves and brought their A game because it was an excellent camp. With The talent was so crazy good there, absolutely off the charts. We're also joined by the doctor of football, Dr. Fitzgerald Hill, Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. We're going to jump right in the middle of this with, uh, with Bart. Um, Bart, what, what can you teach these kids? You, you were talking about drills, and, uh, you know, I worry about you now. Now that you're back, uh, you know, you need to be able to function, move around, and I'm, I'm yeah. kind of worried you may be stove up and hamstrings all taped up and everything else, but... Uh, I mean, what can you teach these kids? You know, it's really the tough part about all this stuff because when you get a coaching situation like that, it really everything changes from X's and O's to really motivation. It really gets to be, can I get those five guys to buy into some basic schemes that we're doing, but really buy in to be motivated to play hard and get out there and compete. So that's really what the weekend is about because – you don't get a ton of time with these kids, and these kids are the top at their particular craft. Mm-hmm. And so there's not a lot of new stuff, honestly, in a weekend that you could teach them. I think that's where being a skill instructor, because everybody there was a coach that trains on the side, where I'm a trainer that's a higher gun as a coach. So it is a little different perspective. So it was an opportunity, I think, to, to jump in there and teach some things and so I think I had some immediate credibility because my guys really competed. And you got to think, man, these are guys that are scoring 30, 30 points on their school team. They're not used to passing. They're not used to hitting the extra open man. Now, they do in grassroots. But uh, the corners didn't want to be filled. You know, I'm trying to preach them. Corner three is the most valuable shot. Golden State Warriors will pass up a layup to get a corner three. You've got to fill the corners. you got to space. So they bought in and did exactly what I asked them to do. But for them, if they're picking up one to two things, especially from me being a skill instructor, it's well well worth the trip from them because the, their bag is already really deep with a ton of skill. Yeah, I would think there's not a whole lot you can really, uh, especially in, the, in a short time frame, 
That's right. But you're, you're just yep. in there. Let's let's uh, like I say, let's let's knock down some basic fundamentals and uh, principles, and then uh, to a degree, kind of roll the ball out. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, Bo yep. Bo wanted to know. You you mentioned honor. Uh, how did honor do at Wooten's? But honor boat that's probably it's really unique. So I've transitioned to honor. But if we were sitting there in the first day, I'm sitting there right right next to Jermaine O'Neal, who was one of my heroes as I was coming up. Just loved to watch him play. And the Wooten camp instructors are talking about how they love to be surprised by people that come out of nowhere. So Nick Smith Jr. was the topic of conversation for this introduction. And how he came out of nowhere and just completely took the camp by storm. Well, Honor's almost transitioned to that exact same thing, and I thought he dominated, dominated all weekend. So we played them the first game uh, when we were fresh. We actually beat them. They ended up coming back to play for the finals. Honor led them to the finals, guys. He had 20, I think he had 21 against us the first game, but it was a 9 for 11 shooting game the efficiency that he just carved us up was so impressive and how patient how his reads are there and just getting to the next level and finishing so i thought he maintained he was the best guard on the court the most consistent guard on the court certainly for the weekend and his stock only continues to rise as i talked to paul viancardi about this and and he has glowing reviews for honor and I just felt like there's probably one or two guys that really maximize their time there, and one of them is Honor Botank for sure. He just looks phenomenal. Absolutely you, looks like a next-level NBA talent. Did you box him one, or did you uh, man zone? Well, what, what, what did you attempt? So so we, we banned up the whole way, and I felt like we, we kind of had some matchups uh, to match up with them. Here's the thing where you can teach these players. Ball screen defense and dribble handoff defense because once Honor hit that ball screen on the wing and that screen hits about the three-point line, you're not going to be able to catch up with them. So that was one thing my guys learned. Uh, but we had to just take our medicine. So we had to we did a lot of switching. And, you know, Randy, you can't, t- you can't take everything away from these guys. They're too good. So you have to live with them. We pushed them left and made him hit outside jump shots. And guess what he did? He went left and hit outside jump shots. At that point in time, you tip your hat to them and say, great offense beats great defense any day of the week. All right, hang on, Bart. Hang on. we got to take a break. That's right, the doctor of football, Dr. Fitzgerald Hill, Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater, Bart Reed of Pure Sweat Basketball Skills. Thanks again to R Street, Wheel and Hire. Drive Time Sports will continue in just a moment. It's time for Bart Reed, Drive Time Sports Insider for everything basketball in Arkansas. Bart is a former college player here in Arkansas and has worked alongside many of the top college prospects in Arkansas with his pure sweat skills and drill program. Bart Reed is brought to you by Arch Street Wheel and Tire. Tell them you heard this ad on the buzz and you'll get $100 off instantly with the purchase of four Toyo or Nitto tires. Only at Arch Street Wheel and Tire. And let's talk with Roe. Roe, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Hey, what's going on? How y'all doing? What's up, buddy? 
No much. I got a, a quick question for Bart, but then uh, my real question is for uh, is for the, the good doctor, the Reverend Doctor, and I'm calling the Reverend Doctor. Got uh, first, I'm yeah. First, I'm gonna go to Bart. Bart, who gets left out the rotation, or does Must do what we think he won't do and expand his rotation? Because we know Must only really gonna play about seven, just to be honest, seven or eight. So who's getting left out in your opinion? Well, that's a great question. I think it really gets to be, if 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 you want my honest opinion, I think Coach no. Mudd is going to take each game and create almost a scouting report off of that customized for the team that they have to beat. So if he wants to go with a defensive lineup or an offensive lineup, I think that will determine who gets left out of the mix. I think if you're looking at it from a whole picture, the, the safe bet would be the two Arkansas freshmen, I think, are outside looking in. The Mitchell twins are outside looking in. So if uh, Darian Ford, Joseph Pinion, and the Mitchell twins are definitely the four that I would put on the outside. If you want to look at a guy that's in a, probably a death match for a minute, it'd be Barry Dunning Jr., who has played mm-hmm. extremely well. But I think if you're looking at it, you go, like you're saying, on the hard cut of eight to nine players, that's kind of where it cuts off and more because he's a freshman than anything else. But that's what I would tell you just to be safe. Okay. All right. And uh, to the question I want to know about, so, Reverend Doctor. Yes, sir. Put yourself in defensive coordinator shoes for a second. Not that you ever take yourself out of those shoes. Um If you, you got Arkansas second there, you know we're going up against Saturday. Yeah, boy. What's going to give your unit the best chance of success by whatever you got to switch around or whatever scheme you got to use? What's going to give them the best chance of success and giving our team a chance to win that game in the fourth quarter? The, fir- the first thing you do is is you go back and say we cannot have we cannot have over five explosive plays. That's I'm telling okay. you. That's that's the key thing. When you go back and look, there's no way. You're going to ever win if anybody's running 70-yard touchdowns. You can't happen. No, it's not happening. And so, and, and Mississippi State, this is not a good matchup for us athletically because in space, that's where they're, that's where they're very, very good. So in putting it together, we know we can't be a man-to-man team to just come in there and say, hey, we're going to come after you and, and do that. We don't have the back-end support to do that. So what we got to do is tackle right. in space, all right, inside and front, Contain, you know, if I was coaching, I'd say, what's the name of the game? I would hear my guys say contain. i say, what does that mean? Inside and in front. Keep everything inside and in front. If everybody do that, you triple, you triple, around, you triple surround the football and you don't let them out. And you make them go 80 yards for a touchdown, and we, hope, and we hope they'll turn it over in the process. That's our best game plan to win, brother. Okay. All right, then. I, I, I was just one. I was thinking the same. I don't know if you'll switch it up. You nope. know what I'm saying? Say it's a three-man front or a four, but what you said makes sense. Yep, yep. You got, you got, you got to put three deep back there and 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 say, hey, look, because you know we've had success against Mike Leach in the past because he can get impatient because you know he don't have uh-huh. he he only has a, a, a index card on the playbook. He doesn't have a whole lot of plays, so he'll get a little impatient right. over there calling off that little card, and then sometime he'll try to go and he'll give it to us, and the quarterback get frustrated. So we got to make them be very disciplined and and take the ball down the field. We got a chance, but we got to tackle in space. That's the big deal. Tackle in space. All right, then. It sounds like a plan to me. I hope those listening in the 479.
<laughs> and, and score on every and score on every possession. I mean, that, that's the thing is yeah. Arkansas is going to have to score some points to win. Let's just oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Well, hey, y'all, y'all take it easy. I got to get out here to my son's football break. All right, bro. Thank Appreciate you, bro. you calling. See you, man. Right. Take care of that baby out there. All right, uh, Mark. This one's for you from Cliff uh, by way of our Asher Record Service Company live in feedback. Heard Bart, how did Layden Blocker do? You know, you talk about a guy for for the for the young people listening and and the parents. You talk about a guy that came in prepared. Layden Blocker was the one thing I was really disappointed in as a whole was the overall conditioning of the athletes that they they came in. Most everybody was out of shape, and so they were extremely tired that second day. Layden Blocker came in and ran just as hard the last minute he played as he did the first minute he played on the first day. And that's a testament to your discipline and your work ethic. And he absolutely showed out the second day. And just this kid has just elite level explosiveness and his ability to push the ball up the court until you really see it, it's next level. I mean, it's NBA good. So his ability to push the ball up in transition, make really great decisions, and just continuously do that while picking up full court, I thought that was so impressive to me because the second day, all the top guards started becoming less and less productive, and I felt Layden kept getting better and better. So he definitely showed uh, his stuff out there, and I think second day was one of the top three players, top four players out there. So – if I'm hearing you correctly, it sounded, sounds like almost if you had to pick – how many kids were there, Mark, in total? So, yep, right around 155, right in that range. Okay. So out of 155 kids, then Arkansas easily had the number two, maybe three or four players uh, out of the entire camp if you were ranking them. With uh, yep, so Botung is yep. maybe number two, and and then Blocker maybe is three or four. Yep, and I probably would put Layton a little bit higher because I think on that second day he was that high. I don't know on the first day, but let's say this, Randy. I think, in my opinion, both of those young men, if you're you're grading out now, Layton's the only 2023. 20, so as the decision makers are there trying to determine who goes to the McDonald's All American Game, guys, because that's the most impressive thing. Every committee member was there. They were there all weekend. They were notebook in hand, and they took notes, and they watched very closely. I would not be surprised, especially after Layden just participated in the CP3 and kind of jumped the five-star status, that this guy does not make because he is right on the of making this McDonald's All-American game. So I would definitely put him in the top 15 overall of what I saw in the camp. So I think his ranking does jump up, and if so, He's a perfect candidate for that, and I think Honor is a 2024 as a McDonald's All-American the next year. Now, was Ron Holland on hand? Randy, that's a great question. Let me look back at my notes, my friend, because I, I wrote well, everybody I mean, down. Wanted... I mean, this this is this is the number one target. I mean, they've got blocker in hand, but, I mean, if you're talking the number one target that's left on the Arkansas board. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. 
Yes, you're th- I thought you were talking about scouting. Yes, he was, and 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 Holland played extremely well. I, in fact, if you really look at, and we were talking about this, Arkansas recruits and who they have targeted and offered completely showed out, I thought, all weekend. And that was certainly one of them. I mean, Ron played extremely well. He defends well. He plays offense well. He's like just a Mr. Do-It-All type guy. So, And he was another guy that came in shape and really prepared for the two days, that the strenuous two days that, that they had to put in. Well, the reason why I asked that, I, I, I think I had either heard or read that he and Blocker really bonded this past weekend at the camp. And I, I don't know if you had a chance to see that or hear about that or whatever it may have been, but uh, if that's the case, that's <laughs> – that's a plus then for Arkansas because uh, yeah. that is their number one target. That is Arkansas's number one target now that Blocker's on board. All right, Bart. Yep, I did see them palling around. Thanks, guys. Have a great one. All right, Bart. That is Bart Reed, Pure Sweat Basketball Skills. Thanks to Orange Street, Will, and Tire. Drive Time Sports, hour number three, straight ahead. Hello, folks. It's Frank Fletcher from the Fletcher Dodge Store right here in Sherwood. Hey, I know everyone's talking about the shortage of available stock, and they're asking you to order product and wait eight weeks. Well, I have some.